0: Welcome! I believe this is episode 11 of the Almond Triangle Journal series. It is hopefully an insight into how challenging mental health can impact day-to-day life. The good bits and the bad bits. The thoughts and feelings associated with situations I encounter. And during this, I don't want to readily identify people, so I try and keep it as vague and anonymous as possible. The entries that I choose to record tend to be the ones that don't show me in the best and most positive light. You can get that feel-good factor elsewhere. There's stacks of it around on social media, fill your boots there. But I like to think of this podcast more as educational. I'm recording this intro on Monday the 24th of May. Obviously, I've no idea what's going to happen over the next couple of weeks, because that's the future. But whatever it is, we'll follow this. Today I went for a sports massage, which is the first time since before the first lockdown. Things had knotted up a bit, as you'd expect, but I didn't feel as self-conscious as I thought I might. Obviously, I've got to take my clothes off for a massage, and in my mind I wanted to apologise for my eczema, uncoordinated underwear, and the general state of me, but I said nothing. The mask definitely helped as it limited communication, um, as does lying down with your face in a little hole on the table. It was a pleasant experience considering the force that's required to knead the muscle underneath the layers of fat. I was surprised you could find it. And I do like a firm touch. I wasn't going there for candles, for lighting and aromatherapy because that doesn't really have a place in my life. It's too fluffy. I was imagining someone making bread with my shoulders. I'm hoping to become body neutral by the time we go on holiday in July, if we're allowed to. Somehow it's different to when you're abroad in a hot country. More people wear less clothes and I hate being too hot. Plus, no one knows me. Today is bland. Excruciatingly bland. Maybe that's not a bad thing. I'm fulfilling some of the objectives that I've set myself for the week, which is good. It's not the all or nothing situation yet. I am still hating the strength training, that's an understatement, but I'm hoping that if I build some more muscle, it will eat some of the fat. And yet I know it won't, but it may enhance my metabolism, or well, that may be a myth, but it is sounding like a good explanation for me today. I popped into the charity shop to look for summer clothes, having sent most of my summer clothes in there when I had a hissy fit about something not fitting me. So I found some reasonable trousers in a size bigger than I would normally buy. Get them home, they don't quite fit. Maybe I can grow into them, maybe I will, but I'd rather not. I am quite handy with a needle and thread. And of course, it is always much easier to make things smaller than bigger except where fat is concerned. I had an anxious dream last night. I was in a play, but I couldn't remember my lines. I was going to practice and learn my lines about an hour before the play, but then I had a phone call to say that I was late to the theatre. So I never got to learn my lines and was completely unprepared for the performance. I don't know what happened thereafter. Things were quite strange today because my eldest has finished secondary school and it reminded me of the days that I finished my GCSEs um, which I found such a complete anticlimax. So they went and played volleyball on the beach and really enjoyed themselves. They got a bit sunburnt. Um, they won some certificates and there are lovely words attached to them from the teachers. There's a yearbook and a hoodie And I'm really proud of all the effort that they've put in and how hard they've worked and how they started to make friends. And at the same time, does not care what people think of them. I wish I'd been like that and had that confidence at that age or even now. But I've got by all right. And I have two children who are thriving despite having me as their mother. I was so frightened when the first one was born because I had no idea what to do. Absolutely none. I'm amazed that they survived, genuinely amazed, and they've become very independent because they had to be, because I'm not really great at looking after things. I thought that I would love having something or someone that was entirely hundred percent dependent on me because it would make me feel wanted and useful, but it was just scary. I can cope with around about 75 to 80% dependent because I'm just too selfish. I better clarify that by referring to my child as they, I'm not saying that they identify as the pronoun they. Not that it would make any difference whatsoever to me if they did, but it's for their benefit, so they're not identified pronouns thing is another major source of anxiety for me. I think that my children's generation are very much more open to identifying as non-binary and to them it's always been that way. Whereas for me it's hard to remember and getting it wrong is a real worry because it might be offensive or may look as if I don't respect their identity. In real life I've only encountered one non-binary person and they were very protective of their pronoun and didn't suffer fools gladly. It was a short conversation. So that might be why it's such a thing for me. A couple of people who have listened to this, thank you, have said that I sound like times are tough. Well, they're not. I'm doing really well at the moment. On a scale from 1 to 10, I'd say that I was a fairly solid 7. At least today I am. So I really am fine. This is all normal to me and I don't know any different, so it's good. I also thought that more other people would find it normal. So if it's not normal to them, then maybe they're learning something, but maybe that something is all about me and therefore it's pointless. I don't think that I thought particularly differently to other people, but then what would be the point in doing this if I didn't? So I'm very confused. On one hand, I think keep on doing it, and on the other, I feel completely powerless in my quest to raise awareness about the impact of mental health on day-to-day life. Because there are so many other people out there doing that, and doing it far more effectively than me. I'm not qualified in anything related to mental health. I'm not a famous person who people are genuinely interested in. I don't have the answers. I can't advise people. I'm just me. And I don't know what I'm doing in this space apart from exploring and experiencing it from the inside out. It was the recurring forgetting my out when broadcasting travel news dreams last night. I didn't know my own name or where I was broadcasting to. I did have a non-anxious dream the night before though. It involved trains and washing machines. I slept better on that one, but I think it was triggered by having a new washing machine delivered the next day. Not sure where the trains came into it, but there's a tenuous link there to a very depressing book I'm listening to. The new washing machine, this fascinating this is, it's quieter than the old one, but not nearly so versatile on the programming. I do like lots of options on gadgets, just not in real life. Tomorrow I'll be running with a social running group alone. The rest of the family are elsewhere and I can't remember the last time this was the case. To add to the complication, there's another venue afterwards. So not only do I not know where I'd go initially, but then I'll have to find my way from there to the second venue where I know there's not much parking. What if I can't find it? What if I can't park and I block someone in? I will also have all the post-run snacks and drinks in the car so people will want them and I'll have to sort them out. I've also been given this beer keg thing that I will need to set up at this second venue. I have been shown how to set it up but what if I do it wrong so the pressure is wrong and it causes the keg to explode? I've... I don't know. I've offered to take some pasta salad with me. I'm going to make it vegetarian I can't do a vegan or gluten-free version, so what if those people consider me negligent in that I haven't taken their dietary requirements into account? And what if I poison people? Or if it's rejected, because it doesn't look appetising enough? The weather over the bank holiday weekend was warm and sunny and lovely. I managed all the tasks that I was worried about on Sunday, much easier than I thought it would be. When will I learn not to stress over things? Probably never. Had an interesting altercation with a landowner while on trail, but unusually I went on to a charm offensive and I didn't turn into a pushover or give away too much information about who we were or what we were doing. I was filled with guilt over doing something wrong, but it's quite ironic really because we're all wearing the same t-shirt which said exactly who we were on it. But the charm offensive worked. It actually felt quite good to get a resolution that was, you know, okay for everyone. Everybody there wanted to know where the rest of the family were. I did try not to take that too personally, but obviously at the time I had a bit of anxiety that people weren't interested in me as an entity and only as an accessory. Probably not true. It was so nice to chat to people in a relaxed atmosphere after the trail. I managed to find my way to my friend's house and park quite safely in a field next to their house. What I wasn't expecting was the grass being so long. It was long enough to get shut in the car door when the door closed and to send the proximity sensors on the car completely crazy. Reversing out was interesting because I didn't actually know whether I was going to hit something or whether it was just the grass tickling the senses so I had to get out several times to check and there was nothing there apart from the long grass but I was convinced that there was a boulder or a small wall that I was missing despite the fact that I would have had to have driven over that to get in the space but I didn't think about that at the time I've just found out that I've got to have a meeting with someone next week who makes me feel totally inadequate, insecure, incompetent and all other negative things. I haven't seen them since 2016 as I've been consciously avoiding them to the point that I won't walk in certain areas because merely the thought of encountering them makes me feel terrible. It's very possible That I will be seeing or contacting them more frequently. On a daily basis. And I'm really stressed now. Seriously stressed. I can't cope with the external pressure. Or feeling that someone is waiting there. On my shoulder. To tell me I'm wrong. And I can't do stuff. Or rather... They didn't tell me I was wrong indirectly, but there was always this undercurrent that I wasn't good enough at what I did. I have made some headway in the last few years, since about 2018. I've gained a bit more confidence, there are always ups and downs. Although it doesn't sound like it. But already I can feel that draining away. It's kind of like the Dementors from Harry Potter just sapping everything from me. I'm catastrophizing over this already. But I seriously believe that the long-term consequences and impact on my life and my health could be massive. And I don't know how to cope with it. I'm beginning to calm down now. I cried all yesterday afternoon and when I went to bed last night. But I'm trying to look at it as an opportunity to stand up for myself and prove that I don't have to let this affect me and that I will not be undermined or gaslit again. Had some not too helpful advice um, in that you just need to get on with it and earn some money and just get on with it and shut up and don't moan. So that was a bit upsetting this morning, but I'm trying to put that one behind me too. I do have the adrenaline rush and I don't feel particularly well, which I know is a stress response. I do need to chill out once I've done everything that I have to today. In other news, I've had a drastic haircut. I made the decision and fortunately was able to go for it before I changed my mind. It is no longer long and the natural curl is back with a vengeance. Not necessarily a good thing because it's a bit more unruly, but it looked so unhealthy before and it looks slightly more healthy now. What difference is it going to make anyway? It was just an attempt at being nice to myself, sort of. I do feel quite weird with it, it's such a change. The eldest child noticed. The youngest says that it's odd and there was no real comment from the husband. It is still authentically unkempt, which keeps with my can't-be-bothered-to-look-after-myself ethos. But my head feels lighter, and as I'm invisible anyway, it doesn't really matter. Okay, so there are two things going on here. One being work-based and one family-based. And because of the involvement of other people, I won't record the very little that I've written. Last Friday, I gave up writing because I didn't want to revisit what I was thinking. I realised that my reactions are disproportionate and writing stuff down was only reinforcing that. That made me feel bad for having a disproportionate reaction on top of the actual thoughts that I was having. I also now know that I need to visualise the best case scenario rather than the worst. But I can't sit down and visualise anything because I don't want to think about either the good or the bad anymore because it's just occupying my mind far too much and I'm stuck in a loop and meditation, visualisation or mindfulness. Is just not an option. Then on Friday night my intuition about another situation was realised. While it was upsetting to hear the words out loud from someone I do feel that I'm well placed to help and advise them. I played back the section of the podcast where I had predicted this, had a premonition of what was going on and that was back at the end of March. I played that to them and they understood that I understood. Hopefully this has reassured them that they aren't alone in feeling the way that they do. They also know that I'm committed to helping them. There are next steps to be taken but fortunately they were the ones who suggested them and they're exactly what I would have suggested anyway so we're both on the same page. I'm not sure whether I'm relieved or more stressed now that this is out in the open As I said back then on the one hand they know that they're not alone and that they're not isolated and feeling like they do but on the other hand looking at me as an example may not give them much hope. But I reckon that neuroplasticity at my age is less than it was and it's like brittle age damaged plastic rather than supple malleable rubbery plastic which has to be easier to influence and change. Today's Monday. I had several people to my house yesterday. They all stayed in the garden, that was fine. Although there was no one there who I wouldn't have been happy having in my house anyway. And there were a couple of people there who I'd opened up to about how I felt about people in my house, and I knew that they acknowledged my feelings. That made me feel much better and being honest and talking about things in that respect is definitely paying off. So that's definitely progress. I can't say I'm looking forward to this week. I just want to shut down or shut myself away in a cupboard, but things will still happen outside that cupboard. And it just means that when I come out, things will be exactly the same. So what's the point in that? It's just procrastination and cowardly. When I feel like this, I hate myself more than ever. I'm ungrateful, but I'm trying to be optimistic. Probably nothing is as bad as it seems at the moment, and it's just what's going on in my head.